0: Hello, I'm Andrew McKay of Remax in Wasaga Beach, and this is Wasaga Beach Talking, social news with market updates, neighbourhood information, real estate tips, and more. How are small businesses coping with the pandemic? A big, big thank you to all the frontline workers. Uh, They're allowing the rest of us the luxury of staying home, as we should all be doing. Anyway, local businesses are definitely the backbone of any community both financially and socially. Uh, The current times, they're unprecedented. That's a word that's overused, but there's no doubt the current times are very unprecedented and putting a big strain on all of us. And I would imagine small businesses, well, we know small businesses are struggling. They haven't a bit. Restaurants are doing takeout, places are closed, people can't go to work. It's quite traumatic. Right. So I know that some people here, you can hear me and we're just waiting for Jen. I'm, I'm especially interested in the dance room. My daughter Sabrina went to her first summer camp there 10 years ago in the summer of 2010 and then started full-time in September. So I've got a personal interest and can vouch for it and she's been there 10 years. Uh, finishing this year as she graduates high school and i can safely say that dance rooms had a more positive impact on her than her schooling not that schooling was bad but just everything she's learnt there as far as discipline working with others having to turn up you know that's as all us adults know when you're working you have to turn up every day but she's done it because she's loved it and really really enjoyed it so If anybody wants a recommendation, a glowing recommendation, obviously, by the sounds of what I've just said, then I can definitely give it to you. And we've got Jen. Hello.
1: Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If anybody can say down there or across there that you can see Jen and you can hear her, that would be great. Um, I've just given saying about small businesses. It's tough at the moment. Tough for everybody and especially small businesses. I gave a little bit about the dance room to fill up the blank space while we were sorting out our technical difficulties. Good work, thank it's the you. There. I'll let you introduce yourself, Jen, and give us a bit of history.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as Andrew said, my name is Jennifer Campbell. Um, I am the owner of the dance room, which has been in operation now for 16 years, um, which is hard to believe. Um I went to university for dance. Dance is my passion. And um, I'm really fortunate that I'm still able to be dancing through these unprecedented times and um, keeping some normalcy in my life. Um, And, yeah, the the dance room is located in Stainer. We offer competitive programs, recreational programs, um, programs for adults. But everything's looking a little bit differently now.
0: What's the um, culture your ethos for the dance room the belief so i was saying how with sabrina i think the dance rooms had more influence on her in the last 10 years to the person she's grown into than schooling not that school was bad just the teamwork and everything so if you could just talk about your beliefs and your ethos if that's the right word for yeah the dance room. yeah
1: absolutely so um we've always run under the the belief that dance should be fun and it should be affordable. And we've recently added to our ethos that it should be in a family atmosphere. So not only that, you know, the whole family is a part of um, the studio, the parents, the siblings, uh, but that we're a dance family as well. We're, we're a huge family. We, we feel like parents as, as dance teachers, as you said, you know, we feel like we have a lot of responsibility um, towards our, our dancers. And the biggest thing for us is it has to be fun because if it's not fun, the kids aren't going to come back. And if the kids don't come back, then, well, we don't have a studio to teach at. Um, so yeah, we, we believe that it should be a fun, uh, dance center, family centric atmosphere, and it should be affordable.
0: Which is exactly why I use Sabrina again, as an example, I know some of her friends, such as Kaylin. Hey Kaylin, nice, nice shirt. Um, they love going, they turn up because they love going. It's uh, we, and I'm not harking on about, it, it's just from personal experience. We tried the soccer, football as it should be called. <laughs> football, but Sabrina found dance. And I know a lot of the people she started with are still there. So everything you say. Now, 16 years ago, you said you started. Yeah. And it was yeah. really family then.
1: Uh Yeah. Um. So I was actually, I was 14 at the time. Um. So everybody can do the math as to how old I am now. Um, but I started it in my parents' basement. So my parents have been a huge influence on the studio, which I think has also brought something different to the table. Um, you know, my mom was always a dance parent, so she knows what dance parents expect in terms of affordability and scheduling and all of that fun stuff. And I know what the dancers should expect in terms of education and training.
0: So now you touched on it briefly, but age groups, classes, Types of dance, yeah, normal times, not now, yeah, normal, yeah time. normal
1: times. Um, so we start as soon as dancers are out of diapers, we'll take them. Um, and we teach up until up to adults. We have, um, a really popular adult hip hop program. Um, but we like to, there's, there's parents who are hanging around in the studio waiting. And so we offer something fun for them too. Um, for dancers, we offer a comprehensive recreational program. Um, we offer jazz, tap, ballet, musical theater, acro, hip hop. Contemporary, Highlands. I'm probably missing some styles.
0: Musical theater.
1: Did I not say mus- music? Oh,
0: you may have oh. done. I didn't hear it.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, and we offer a competitive program, and um, we're hoping, amidst all this mess, um, we we have a part-time team, so dancers who train um, six hours or less a week in general, and we're hoping to add a full-time team. Um, to our schedule next year as well. And in terms of class times, most of our classes, well, all of our classes happen after school or on, on Saturdays in the normal times.
0: Okay. And what I'd, I'd like to add that I think is excellent is the kids can just do recreational. There's no pressure. It's not like a sports team where you're trying to get from one team to the next to the next. No. It's want recreational and don't want the competitive side or the travelling you're equally as welcome which I I, I absolutely. you're you're
1: equally a part of our dance family it doesn't matter if you're in the studio for 30 minutes a week or you know five hours a week um but what we find is a lot of kids you know they try one thing or they see another style and they get hungry for more so most of our dancers take two or more classes a week but at least Yeah.
0: yeah and I know there's some parents on here so we all know that Two classes, three classes, four classes. We don't mind it because they love it. But if you are a parent, if you've got any questions, I should say, just put it in the comments. Yeah. You can pass them on to Jen. But it's a nice community. And now the big question. <gasps> how? What are you doing now? <laughs> Under these, how are you operating or trying to operate? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what we're doing right now, I mean, we... As everybody, I mean, we're all in the same boat. Everybody's trying to navigate this. Um, nobody was expecting this to happen, and we had March break to react. Um, so we decided um, it was best to do pre-recorded classes, so that you know, if you have crummy internet one day, you can you haven't missed anything. You can log on and get your pre-recorded class the next day. We know that parents are still working from home and trying to juggle facilitating online learning for their kids and cook meals and continue working, so um, we thought pre-recorded classes were a great option so that you can log in anytime and take your class. So we're still operating as normal and the sad thing is, is this weekend would have been our recital. So um things are starting to come to a close. Um and then we have virtual classes coming up this summer.
0: Okay. And do you find most of the kids are doing the do you have some way of knowing? Are they sending in reports or are the parents doing anything?
1: Yeah, so um, I mean, unfortunately, there's no real way of knowing because they're pre-recorded. If yeah. it was something live, we'd have a, a better understanding. Um, we have asked parents can log their kids' absences. Um, So we've asked that parents, you know, log that their kid is going to be absent just so that we have an idea of who's continuing to follow along with classes. Um, We have been asking kids to send in videos of themselves dancing so that we can see that they're still keeping up with everything. Um, And we've been offering our competitive team critique so dancers can send in videos of themselves doing their competitive routines. And we offer some sort of a critique so that they can continue working and progressing
0: which is great because i know a lot of businesses have just had to shut bang and you you can lose the enthusiasm or whatever or the continuity so at least there's something going on yeah yeah Yeah, Um, absolutely
1: i think these kids need something normal in their lives um yeah. this is this is such a hard time for kids kids who don't understand teens who are missing the social aspect of life so to give them some sort of consistency in all of this i think is really important
0: yeah that's great and september do you envisage opening He um, talks about it
1: yeah Honest, I mean, I'm hoping we can open, but I think things are going to look a lot different. Yeah, um, that's my so,
0: next question.
1: Yeah, what I'm what I'm anticipating is there might be some sort of guidelines as to how many people can be in in a room, how many people can be in the building. So we may look at having to sort of you know square off or partition you know parts on the floor so that kids are um, staying in their own space and we can sort of adequately. Um, cap off all of our classes so that we're not, um, you know, overfilling the building. We might have to stagger class time so that people can come in and out without, um, you know, creating that overcrowding, overcrowdedness in the building. So there's there's a lot of things that are going to change. We might not be able to use equipment. I don't know if kids are going to be able to touch ballet bars or to, you know, touch each other for lifts or anything like that. At
0: least you're thinking about it. It's not going to at least. As much as you can because we don't know the guidelines, at least you're thinking, and you've got this, and you've got space, you've got three studios there. I'm sure everybody could always do with extra space, but I think the big message is that you are already trying to plan within the restrictions of who knows what's going to happen in the future. Yeah,
1: we're trying. I mean, by now we would have had the fall schedule out and we would have been doing enrollment already, but it's just, it doesn't make sense to. Um, you know, give people any sort of false hope, or to create yeah. something and then to have to change it again.
0: And the very worst, I suppose, you could continue with the continue with the recorded, if needs be.
1: Yeah, and we may have to, and that might be, you know, the way that a lot of activities are being delivered. So it's just something that you know we're going to have to continue learning, um, and our, our dancers are unfortunately going to have to adjust to. But it it is what it is right now.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Unless anybody's got any questions, there's a lot of nice comments over there, but no actual questions. I'll, I'll leave all the details in the post and everything if people can comment in the post if they want to know anything. But what's the best way of contacting you?
1: Yeah, uh, the best way to contact us is usually by email. Um, you can reach us at info at the-danceroom.com. You can phone or text us at 705-441-3790. And all of our information is on our website. We, um, we also have um, we have virtual classes coming up this summer, and all of that information is on our website as well.
0: Right. And I don't know if you can see the screen Jen but a certain Juliet Campbell's eyes. what about exams
1: Yeah I
0: completely uh, forgot about
1: uh, yeah um thanks mom <laughs> <laughs> Um yeah so we're still working towards exams right now we have our exams slotted for August um so we're we're hopeful that those might be able to happen because they're not um it's not a busy overcrowded atmosphere. There's only six kids allowed in a studio at a time during an exam. So they may be able to happen. Um, so we're still working towards those, which is really exciting, but yeah, we're, we're hoping that we can continue with our acro ballet tap and jazz exams too.
0: Right. Um, just to wrap things up. Oh, Juliet's coming again. We're oh. doing a recital in September. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody's booked, but, uh, I know this year you've got certain students going on to college. They're doing dance, musical theatre, etc. So I just want to emphasise that – how can I put this? If parents are interested and they're watching and they want to chat to you, they want to look at – leave questions, they're taken care of right through school. But there could be a career. People do fall in love with dance, and it must be – quite rewarding to see people actually thinking about it as a career. So well done. Um, Janice has asked quickly the Highland program. Could you talk a bit more about that?
1: Absolutely. Um, So we're still offering Highland up until, um, you know, recital time right now. And then we're going to continue working on Highland throughout the summer. So um, we have dancers who are working towards exams this summer, which is really exciting. Um, We have our competitive program, and we're always, um, you know, open to new students in our um, Highland competitive program. I been
0: quite specialized. Do they tend to do just Highland without the other type of dancing or do they... To
1: be honest, most of our dancers do other styles and right. because Highland is such a... It, there's lots of repetitive movements in Highland so it's really important that they actually cross-train um, and we actually ask that dancers do ballet so that they're working on sort of the graceful portion of Highland because it's so athletic you still have to make it look at I'm
0: effortless. very technical. When I've watched it, it just seems... Extremely very technical
1: very and, and all of the technique borrows from ballet um, which wow. a lot of people don't know I mean you have turnout you're standing on the balls of your feet um so yeah most of our students who do Highland also do other styles as well but um, so we're continuing to to plug along with Highland although competitions unfortunately are canceled for the summer and that's when the majority of of competitions happen um, but we're still you know keeping our kids, working hard towards some sort of event whenever it may be.
0: Great. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. There's no more questions at the moment, but please leave any questions you want below. Yes, uh, I'm going to be on a podcast as well, Jen. So I'll get people, if they can leave a review on the podcast or we'll have questions, that would be great. Wonderful. Um, the, to me, you're doing a fantastic job under very trying circumstances. I think the majority, it's not nice for anybody, all this. It's unknown. But we're, we're fine. We're at home you know you've got a business to run and uh, support a lot of kids that thoroughly enjoy it so keep up the good work thank you and sorry about the technical difficulty at the start when we yeah, didn't have sorry. you i was yep. left having to entertain people which is a bit <laughs> embarrassing
1: it sounds like you did a great job
0: i don't think so <laughs> okay that's great jen i'm gonna end it now and thanks everybody for turning up wonderful yeah, Thanks, thanks much, right. you, Drew. i'm andrew mckay thank you for listening you can contact me at 705 441 3179 or Andrew McKay at Remax.net. And don't forget, McKay spelt MCKAY.